This week on Nerd Friday, we contemplate the future of television, wonder how 78,000 people are going to get to Mars, and go mad for some space-themed movie trailers. So don't change the channel. The next episode of Nerd Friday is coming up now. Oh, hey! Hey, Christy. Hey, Sabrina. Hey. How's it going? Good. Happy Happy Nerd Friday. Happy Nerd Friday, where it's okay to stay in. Hey, it's okay to stay in, especially yeah. this Friday. Yeah? Because we're talking about TV. Oh, yeah. And we all know how good a good TV marathon is. Oh, man. Love myself a good TV marathon. So good. Yeah. So before we get into TV and TV marathoning and all the news, Christy, what what'd you do this week? Any- well... Sorry, did I interrupt you? No, it's okay. Go ahead. I don't mind. I don't. I don't. I saw. I don't mind Iron being interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw Iron Man three okay. over the weekend. How was it? I have a five word review for you, uh, and that would be enjoy. Don't think too hard. Oh, so it's like. Are you saying it's like the perfect summer movie? <laughs> it is an amazing summer movie. It's fun. The action sequences are great. Um, how is Gwyneth as robot? I mean, I guess they're not really robots. That you know, Chris Holstein. Props to our one of our guests last week, right? Chris Holstein. He's Mister Corrector. I He'll know that Iron Man is not a robot, right? But uh, <laughs> but we'll see what he says about that. Exactly. Uh, I feel like Gwyneth was okay. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't go into too much detail. But she. I feel like this one had a lot more emotion than the second one uh, and even the first one. So they really explore like their relationship more than than in any of the other movies, which I think thought was a nice touch. Um, but there are tons of story holes. So if you think too hard, you're going to leave the theater with more questions than you care to have. So you should just stop, stop asking those questions altogether and oh. just enjoy it. All right. I'll keep that in mind. I yeah. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, but then I also it was kind of like a movie weekend for me. I also watched the Blu-ray edition of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I don't remember. Please tell me more. <laughs> yes, it was as good as I remember, but looked so much better. Yeah. It. I mean, did I they used, clean it up. They did clean it up a little bit. I mean, it. This movie holds up really well, and I kind of, I I remembered all of the words because I used to watch this movie literally and i don't say literally too often but i literally watched this movie every day in the summertime when i was on summer break nice. um with my grandpa and uh it was just it's a good movie it's awesome. a good story i haven't seen it in way too it long would, to admit it would be definitely worth buying all right. right i'll have to check it out yeah what'd you do um well i uh let's see i started reading this book called the man in the empty suit by an author named sean farrell or farrell i don't know how he says it um but it's really interesting um so far I'm re- i've only just begun so i have no idea where you've only just begun <laughs> exactly <laughs> but what drew me to it why i even picked it up was that it is about a time traveler who goes to i love time travel stories i know immediately i'm like oh gotta get this book um it's about a time traveler who goes to the same place on his birthday every day i mean every year mm-hmm. so he hangs out with himself Ooh. so every so his like you know 20 year old self is hanging the 21 year old 22 year old the 75 year old version of him um i've just begun but there's a bit of a, a mystery is happening and timey-wimey paradoxes timey-wimey's uh, it's always good. Pretty amazing so far. So I will keep you posted and let you know whether or not it is worth a read. But so far, so good. Good. I also I went to the SF MoMA 
this last week, I wanted to check out some of the exhibits, including Christian Marclay's The Clock. Have you heard about this? I have not heard about this. It is any movie nerd needs every movie nerd needs to see this. I'm gonna just stop right now and be like, <laughs> the MoMA is only open till June 2nd. Though it's then it's closing for three years. This exhibit's only there till June 2nd at the SF MoMA, and then who knows where it's going next. Um, but it is a 24-hour movie. The movie is 24 hours long. Whoa! And it's made from other movie clips. But so it's a mashup. It's a ma- yeah. It's a mashup, but it's a crazy mashup in that it's sunk to real time so that it at i was there from 3 15 to 3 30 mm-hmm. and all the clips have people talking about the time or the clock is in the background so there was a clip from gone with the wind and it was just like it was like a big old grandfather clock in the back that said 3 15 and then there was like a scene from uh national treasure with nick cage later that was just like meet you at the liberty bell at 3 30 you know and it was <laughs> like, 3 30 and it was 3 30 holy cow and it was amazing and it is apparently 24 hours the moment sf moma is doing a couple screenings in, from from now until june 2nd but even if you don't even if you only go they're doing a couple 24 hour screenings i mean right so that was my next question like if you buy a ticket do you get in for 24 hours you can there are like i think four or five days left that you can see it for 24 hours to the and there's but there's no stopping there's no stopping so if you have to go to the bathroom you're gonna miss you're gonna miss some of the 10 time. minutes at least exactly or whatever exactly and there are these little couches that you sit on so please don't don't pee in a jar don't oh do that don't be that guy don't be that guy how many people does this seat it's only 81 people plus like 10 people in the back so the line to wait for it i went on sunday afternoon was probably about 25 to 30 minutes to get in wow and once you're in you can stay as long as you want if you have to pee they'll stamp your hand and you go to the front of the line so my other last question about this is that um is it hard to watch with so many cuts like how often does it cut to a new movie or is some this a spoiler? Scenes, no, some of the scenes were a little bit longer. Some of them were probably a good 20 to 30 seconds. And some of them were like two seconds. And does the story actually... Well, so I have one more question. Does the story actually flow together? No, like, there's no real story, but it's... So it's a clock is what it's called. That's the what clock. it is. Okay. Um, and it's mesmerizing is what it is. Hmm. It's so cool. I want to own it, but um, I think that the going rates for museums are something like $500,000 for their yeah. own copy. So. Right. Don't think I'll own it, but it's a shame because it's freaking phenomenal. There's um, a couple clips on YouTube, and we will post them on the blog. Bloggy. Yeah, it's nerdfriday.com. And then the final nerdy thing that I did this week was I was really inspired by last week's episode. Uh, Again, special thanks so much to our guests, Aaron Fusco and Chris Holstein. That was so much fun. So much fun. It's such a great time. Um, Chris, we're going to be putting more. We look forward to more corrections. We have some Easter eggs coming for you, so be sure to pay attention. Yeah, this one's for you, Chris. Um, But yeah, I was really (laughs) inspired by last week's show that I, for May the 4th, I actually did decide to watch the entire Star Wars. Wait, so I can't say trilogy. What's it called? I know, I'm like a <laughs> series. Yeah, yeah, series. There we go. <laughs> I watched both trilogies. You put me on the spot. <laughs> I watched both trilogies, Christy. Yeah. So on um, on May the fourth, I went ahead. We started with episode one, and we watched uh, an episode every day, and finished. And here we are. Here we are. And I have to admit, I hadn't seen some of these episodes in like ten years. Mm-hmm. And it, I had never watched them all back to back like that. So much fun. Like, it was so, like, I was coming home from work. I was like, can we, is it Star Wars time? Let's go. Let's go. Star Wars time. Let's go. Watch it. Um, but the question that came up that my husband and I were talking about was, um, 
and this is for anybody who has children or are planning to have children, would you start your kids with episode four or episode one? That is a good question. I brought this up at work, and one of my coworkers said, as far as my kids are concerned, we there there is no episode There's one through three. There's only four, five, and six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we were talking about it, and we were like, hey, but cool, Mike, but, you know, they're going to find out about mm-hmm. episodes one through three. And he was like, it's He's like, but I don't need to tell him about it. Babies don't really come from storks. And there actually was an episode (laughs) one, two, and three. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, so we were talking about that. And I think part of the joy of like episode four, you know, like you're like, Obi-Wan, he's the only hope. You're like, who is Obi-Wan? Like, old Ben? You're like, what? I think that's part of the, I mean, that's part of the appeal like, right because you start like, the movie and it's like oh my god there's something happening and i don't know what it is no idea you're like i better go along for this yeah. ride and when he's like Luke, father, you're like holy crap yeah but now you're like yeah duh i already knew that like yeah episodes that's ago. a good point good you know? point and then when he's like go to go to dagobah and see yoda and then he's there and you're like he's like where's yoda take me to yoda and now you're like ha you're talking to yoda fool but if you don't know, all of a sudden you're like, that guy's Yoda? What yeah. So I don't know. Would you start your kids? So hey, if you're listening to this show and you have an opinion, let us know at Nerd Friday Show on Twitter. Tweet at us. Let us know. Would you start with episode four or episode one? That's an excellent point. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Can I give my answer now? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to say episode four. Yeah. Because of that exact thing that you just said. It's like you already you're it's like you're learning spoilers. Yeah. Before you knew they were spoilers. Yeah, but then at the same time, like, unless you're just little when you start them all, you will never be disappointed. But kids got to <laughs> kids got to know disappointment. You can't sure, you, gotta, you can't, can't shield them from forever. disappointment. Storks don't bring the babies. No, they don't. <laughs> all right. So moving along, there's a lot of news that happened. A lot of news happened. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of news every time, but. This one I'm particularly excited about. It's the Mars One developments. Oh, yeah. The reality show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed that they're turning it into a reality show. Although, you know, you're going to watch reality it. shows are your, my guilty pleasure. It's going to be your guilty pleasure. So, please. So I'm kind of half and half on this one. I'm excited about it. I can't wait for what is it? 20. What year? 2020. Something like 2014. Not 2014. A lot of people. Anyways. A lot of time um, to get there. 78,000 people signed up for the chance out of one-way ticket to Mars. That's so crazy. One <laughs> way, you guys. This is not even like... You don't get to come back. 78,000 people don't give a shit whether or not they come back to Earth. <laughs> they get to go to Mars. <laughs> but still. And they don't even have to be astronauts. They don't have to be astronauts. Well, that could be a problem. <laughs> what are they going to do on Mars? They what don't if, have any They training? don't know anything. No, but the part of it's going to be that they're, they're supposed to be training for the first part of the reality show. It's, it's like Truman Show meets armageddon (laughs) (laughs) so maybe there'll be a bruce willis on there that can like save the mission or they'll get to mars and it'll be terrible and it'll be like the hunger games they'll just have to make up stuff they'll be like now you and you fight or like or like red planet and there's actually aliens on there and we don't know about it Hmm. and they're aggro well they were never coming home so i hope they're pretty good at making friends that's true but uh did you hear about the uh the 15-year-old girl who yeah. wants to be, or who says she's going to be. This kind of blew my mind. The first astronaut. Yeah. Not the first reality star on no. Mars. She wants to be the first astronaut. The reason why this blew my mind so hard was because she's 15. 
and she wants to be the first astronaut on Mars, which means she already knows that at some point she ain't coming home and that she's cool with that. Like she's she's like, OK, that's not a problem. Isn't she um, doesn't she already have ties to the space yeah, station? Or she's to- got this blog. I think it's called like. Uh, God, what's her name? I don't remember. Her name is Abigail Harrison. OK, so it's Astronaut Abby is the blog, um, but she's being mentored by an astronaut already on the International Space Station. So yeah, the uh, I think his name is Luca Parmi- Parmitano. Yeah, Parmitano. Yeah, not Parmigiano. No, but sorry, that would sorry, be delicious. Um, Anyways, yes. So, so she's- he, yeah, so she's like in contact with this guy. They're doing a blog. Uh, she does all these experiments with him um, in space. What kind of experiments? I I don't know. She's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to lie and say that I know because I don't. And then Chris would correct you anyway. He would. So Chris, what what's she doing? Um, if you know, tweet at us yeah. at Nerd Friday Show right now. Um, so, anyways, I, just the story that this fifteen year old girl already knows what she wants to do with her life, and her life basically consists of getting off the planet and going to Mars, like for a one way trip. Which seems awesome. amazing. Well, crazy. maybe 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 we'll be able to come back. The 78,000 people who don't get to come back is because that reality show is not bringing them back. Yeah, you got to pay for your own way back. You got to work that shit off. Um, but if you do go out to Mars, I really hope none of these people end up like Sandra Bullock oh. and George Clooney Ugh. in the new movie Gravity. The trailer oh came God. out. Did you watch? Oh, I watched it. What did you think? My heart was pounding. Pounding. So hard. Because that seems like the scariest thing ever. And in space, no one can hear you no scream. No one can hear you scream, man. Unless you're on an intercom system with the only other person in space with you. But still, like the fact that you, you're just lost. There yeah. ain't, there's no coming back. I, I've already decided I have to see this movie. If I can't get into a preview screening, I need to see it the day it comes out. Because I don't want any spoilers. I don't want to know no. whether they're living or dying or do they, do they make it? Do they not make it? I don't know. It looks so crazy so crazy it's like the what was the shark one open water open water it's but open in space. space which suddenly makes it which is better. way worse <laughs> way and scarier. way better way scarier because nobody's just gonna like roll up you on can't the- and then the 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 in the trailer the the space station is falling because actually you know the where the space station is it's actually falling towards earth but it's just the you know thrusters or whatever that keeps it from falling so then once that goes out it's like they're just falling they're falling to Earth, but then one of them is like going the opposite direction out into space. Yeah, and it's shot in real time. Totally gonna freak oh, out during that God. scene. It's gonna be so it's intense. So crazy. So intense. But yeah, so if you have not seen it, check out the Gravity trailer. Check it out. We'll um, put the link on the blog. Speaking of trailers, the other trailer that was released this week. I think you are really looking forward to this one. Oh, you Ender's know, Game. You no longer have to, like, what are they going to show with Star- in front of Star Trek? Are they yeah. doing an extended version? I, that's what I don't understand. They were like, hey, babe, make sure you go see Star Trek because we're going to show the Ender's Game trailer. Well, it's already here. Did you watch it? I watched it. Did you see io9 actually had this really great post that was um, a breakdown of stills. It was just like, took they like all these They do that. That's caps. like their secret sauce right there. I, do you blame, I don't blame them. That's They genius. did that. What else did they do that with? They did it with Hunger Games, I think. And yeah, like, oh, um, what was the Matt Damon one? The spaceship Elysium. Elysium, yeah, yeah. yeah so the, way to go, Io Nine. Way to go. That is actually pretty clever Smart. work. Uh, but the Ender's Game trailer came out, and I have to say, the Battle School looks rad. Oh man, the Battle School looks pretty good. Everything looks cool. I don't fully understand 
uh, is it Ben Kingsley? Is that his name? Yeah. Don't fully understand all the face tattoos. Yeah. I don't recall that from the Was movie that? or in the book, but I don't I'm, remember that either. Uh, friends of the show know that my memory is pretty terrible. So you could tell me he had tattoos in the book and I'd be like, oh, right. Totally. Chris, do you have tattoos? Yeah. Chris, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to have Chris back every month so he can do like corrections. corrections for us. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so those two trailers came out pretty big news for the, uh, the nerd set. Oh, and speaking really quickly, going back to Star Trek, um, we put it on, we tweeted about it, but did you happen to see the Spock versus Spock Audi commercial? Yes. It was, uh, I have a little bit of a hard time with new Spock beating old Spock. Well, in the end, did he really? But yeah, him? exactly. So uh, if you've not seen this. Because I had the same thought too when I was watching. I was like, this isn't right. This isn't right. Feels wrong. This isn't Feels right. so wrong. Can I say something else now yeah. that we're going back about Ben Kingsley uh-huh. in Iron Man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best ever. Yeah. He is the best part about that movie. Okay. Why? Why? Five words or less. What makes me so good? Unexpected. Whoa. Only needed Just one, one. Just, Just one. Just one. Nice. Okay. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right. Looking forward to seeing him in uh, both of those since I have not seen Iron Man yet. Yes. You got to see it. All right. So what else is in the news this week? Well, um, since, well, movies are in 3D, but guess what? So are guns. Yeah. Oh, crap. I heard about this. Did you? Um, it was, you know, it's so like 3D printing is pretty crazy technology right now. Mm-hmm. Pretty fascinating. And everybody's been like... Oh, but when you have a 3D gun, like people are going to get 3D guns. And guess what? There's one. There's a 3D gun and it fires. Yeah. Did we talk? We talked about 3D printing a little a bit. A while I believe. Back. Yeah. yeah. And I think I mentioned this, um, this company that was getting together to make these 3D printed guns and they've actually done it, uh, which is pretty scary. And it actually fires bullets. Yeah, I didn't read much about uh, how fast they fire or what they can penetrate. Yeah. But just the concept. I mean, I just think... the fact that it exists is pretty scary. Yeah. So, uh, 3D guns. But, um, how about, how about a, how about a, oh, my God, you're going to love this segue. How about a 3D smartphone, Christy? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. Well, you obviously didn't read the news this week because Amazon is releasing a new 3D Kindle smartphone. Wait a minute. A 3D Kindle smartphone? smartphone? I know. It's, like, Amazon is releasing a How smartphone. How big is this thing? It's giant, right? I I actually don't know. I don't know. I just was like a 3D phone. Like my 3DS is kind of cool, but... I saw the headlines on this and I just wasn't sure, you know, how I was going to feel about just a 3D phone in general. But the fact that now that you mentioned it's a Kindle phone... I have a feeling it's going to be larger than the Galaxy Note and more annoying because, I mean, I don't know about how everyone else feels, but I, I think 3D is pretty annoying. Yeah. And plus, this one's going to be without glasses. So it's like, is this going to be like one of those? Have, um, you, have you played with the 3DS? Yeah, I played with the 3DS and it gives me a headache. I think they're kind of interesting, but I don't understand the full appeal um it's like a fun gimmick it's fun for a little while gimmick but yeah although i was reading an article about um god i'm gonna butcher all of this because i'm my as fans of the show know my memory is really terrible um about a man who has like uh sight issues and he can't actually he has no depth perception 
And the 3DS was the first thing that actually allowed him to have any sense of depth perception, something he'd never experienced before. Well, that's nice. <laughs> All right. Nice for you guys. But for the and rest I guess of us. <laughs> you can have one of these 3D smartphones from the Amazons. From the Amazon, who I think should really just stick to what they're good at, which is you know, books but, and shipping. But at the same time, if they'd done that, we wouldn't have the Kindle. And I have to say the Kindle was pretty. But the Kindle is related to the thing that they do best, which is books. True. True that. All right. And then there's the iPad, which... I mean, I have an iPad, but I do prefer to read on the Kindle. Except, yeah. except in the dark, you can't read in the dark. Well, the new, well, kin- now the the new, new Kindle, yeah, 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 and they are better. You're right. Except you're you right. can't. The one thing I wish you could do on the new Kindles is the, like on an iPad, if you're on the Kindle app, which is what I use, you can do the, you can switch from like the inverted, so the screen is black and the text is white. Right. So if you're reading in bed and somebody is lying next to you, you don't have to bother them. The Kindle backlit Kindle can't do that. So if they're reading, somebody is reading in bed and you're trying to sleep, it's lit. Still pretty lit up. Lights up the room. Lights up the room. Hmm. That's my only. That's my only wish for the Kindle. Can you can you do that inverted lighting thing? Yeah, inverted paper lighting. I don't know. Maybe who knows? It took them a long time to be backlit. So which is weird. It's because they want to be paper, and it is nicer on your eyes. It is. It is. That's true. So, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Did you, uh, this one's interesting to me. So I don't know anything about this. So you're going to have to tell me all about it. All right. So Adobe is saying farewell to creative suite. Uh, hello to creative cloud. Essentially, uh, sorry, all you poor college students, you will no longer be able to pirate Photoshop. Bummer. Bummer. Indeed. It's going to cost you. I don't know how I can't remember like what the price is. $800 or something. No, because it's monthly service. It's a cloud. It's a cloud subscription. Oh, it's a. I remember when they started rolling this out and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. But but now you're maybe like, maybe not. No, I mean, well, I guess they won't be ripped off by college students who can't afford Photoshop anymore. Right. But it is. It's um, it's going to be a um, just like a, a cloud version. So you'll just go on and you log in and you're like, oh, I need to get my got to get my Photoshop. So you don't on. have to download the software. It's not going to weigh down your computer. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Uh, you have to pay a monthly fee. Yes. And I'm trying to remember how much the monthly fee is and I don't. Well, if the fee is not that expensive, I guess that's not it's, a bad thing because it is pretty heavy, right? Like the creative suite on your, takes up a lot of space. Yeah, but it's the, the pricing. Let me see if I can find it right now. Cause the pricing is not as good as you would think it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember thinking it was something like $30 a month, which is not crazy, but it still adds up and Technically, it ends up being cheaper than Creative Suite would cost you if you were up to upgrade every year. Mm-hmm. But, how but many, who upgrades how many, every year? And how many people do you know who pirate it who are just not going not gonna to be able to do it? I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting concept. And additionally, one of the other things they're doing is they are doing these. They have also Projects Mighty and Projects Napoleon, which... which- which are opposites. Yeah. <laughs> it's mighty Napoleon. They're actually um, hardware. So it's like tablet based hardware. Like one of them is a pen and um, one of them. I'm sorry. I'm like, what the hell is it again? Um, Project Mighty is a stylus, right? Mm-hmm. And it like pulls tools from the creative cloud setup and it like offers like you can do pressure sensitivity and all this kind of stuff. Um, 
and it's Bluetooth connected and whatever. And then there is also Project Napoleon, which is a second tool for tablet style drawing. I actually haven't read too much about it, so I don't really know. So I don't want to dig myself into a hole that will need to be corrected. Hi, Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris. But, um, but yeah, so it's but it's interesting. So they're they're going to start offering their creative suite on a cloud service subscription, and they're getting into some of their tablet and hardware stuff. What I was watching a video about it, and the reaction time doesn't seem to be all that amazing. So. Kind of interesting. So we'll see what happens. Kind of interesting news from Adobe there. Hmm. Everybody's moving to the cloud. Moving to the cloud. You know, this makes me a little concerned about um, download limits and that sort of thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess like if you're access, like, internet access, you can only use so many megabits a month or whatever. I mean, does your internet at home have that? I mean, I know like obviously for my phone and my, you know, my, my 3G, 4G, whatever the hell. G. I guess it's only upload download, right? Yeah, I mean, it's speed. Yeah. Like how fast things are. I mean, definitely like upload speed. I'm going to have to think about at this. At my house is a lot slower than upload speed at my office. Right. And mine is the exact opposite. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you're not working in the best place, maybe. <laughs> uh, speaking my of... My boss listens to the show, oh, so... so she's working at the best place, <laughs> I have to say. I mean, she's not working at the worst, because remember, that belongs to our pals at EA. Ooh. Ooh right? Nice. A couple weeks ago, we mentioned that EA is uh, America's worst company, second According year running. According to consumerists. And, um, but did you hear what happened this week? Yeah, man, I feel like this is just salt in the wound. Salt in the wound. So tell us. Tell EA, us they laid off a bunch of people. Where they lay? Yeah, EA laid or, off. A EA lot laid of off a bunch of people. LucasArts also laid off a bunch of people, closing down the shop actually. And then EA turns around and lands the licensing deal for Star Wars video games, which is what LucasArts was yeah. doing. And my question was, how come the people at LucasArts just couldn't do that? But I guess it's more, it's cost effective because when EA licenses the games. Not, so nobody's on the payroll. Nobody's on the payroll. And if they go over budget, it's on them to pay for it. Oh, I didn't even think about the over budget part. Yeah. yeah. Good point. So while, yeah, it's probably saving Disney some money, it just seems like kind of a, a bad, like a, just, it's mean. Just like a bad Just move. Bad PR. Yeah. Like maybe wait, like especially because I read that there would be no games in 2014. Yeah. Maybe wait a little bit longer Just, before you grant that license yeah. or have some sort of news about it. You but. know, don't get married at the funeral. <laughs> Just wait for a few like weeks or something. Oh, sad, sad. Oh, but yeah. So EA has landed the Star Wars account. No games in 2014. Speaking of games, um, one of my favorite. Uh, studios valve is doing some really interesting things they've been running a bunch of tests they did one with uh left for dead or left for dead 2 and it, they were actually doing tests where people's like sweat response so if you w went through a level and your sweat response was calm you were calm cool as a cucumber if you will going through as these levels say. um their level would stay the same it'd be like okay you're cool like whatever you're good you're like good but if you're like sweating and nervous and it would be like things would get a little bit harder because you're, it's like already tense and you're tensing up and stuff like that so it's just like it was really but then would they dial it down yeah i it's just they were they're doing stuff based on on your responses and they also did a test with portal 2 based on eye movement so like if you were like all over the place um with your eye movement they would 
like different things would happen or actually that just makes sense about different things would happen <laughs> so it's like smell-a-vision but with sweat so sweat-a-vision sweat-a-vision yes sweat-a-vision so okay here's the thing don't you want the game to be more uh exciting and i don't know involved so you want people to sweat and like get excited right but it's so it's like if but it, the more like nervous you were right I mean, think about, I guess that's what makes a good game, right? Right. So I guess think about, they're thinking about it in real life, I guess, because it was like if, if they got nervous, the game would speed up and they would have less time to shoot. But if you were like cool as a cucumber, you'd just be like, oh, I got that zombie. Uh I've got like 10 seconds to shoot him. Mm -hmm. I'm cool. I can do it. Whereas if you were getting nervous, they would only give you maybe like five seconds. I'm making the. Okay. So that's good. That's good. But if you think about it, if I guess if you were in real life and there were zombies around you, you would probably uh, run run and freak out and not have as much time to shoot him because you wouldn't be able to move your gun so fast um yeah they were definitely and with portal they were doing or portal 2 they were doing eye tracking um and like for aiming like hmm. if you weren't aiming correctly things were hmm. things were different also okay kind of interesting Obviously, so it's all, they're training us for the zombie apocalypse they are what you're saying yeah i appreciate it way to go valve thank you go. um let's see one yeah Oh, I'll say one last piece. Of, one last piece of news. <laughs> one last piece of news that I saw, um, and it was uh, it was over on the Makezine, which, by the way, Maker Fair is coming up. Zine? Yeah, Makezine. It's Makezine.com. It's just oh. essentially Make. It's, I always call it Makezine. Well, that goes to the debate of is it a zine or a zine? <laughs> <laughs> is it a gif or a gif? Yeah, I have always called them zines. Because it's a magazine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I got it. So over over at Make, over at Make Magazine's blog. Um, and you know, by the way, Maker Fair is coming up very right. soon. At least Maker Fair West Coast. I know. Next weekend? Um, maybe. Yeah, next weekend. 18th? Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. it's the 18th. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. And a lot of cool stuff comes out of it, including things like this. Like I was reading this article about these two high school kids who just built a robot locker door for one of their disabled peers. Oh, a little heartwarming news to end the, end the news segment. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And then, Oh, well, at least it was pitched that way. And then I was reading the article and they used the word they were tasked. Oh, tasked to do it. And then I was like, Oh, so they didn't really want that fun. Then they didn't want to do it in my mind. People are awesome. So they did want to do it. Those are nice boys. Nice boys. They built a little robot locker. It's so nice of them. Alrighty, so that is the news for the week. That's the nerdy news. Cheers, cheers to that. <laughs> cheers to that. <laughs> all right. But this week is all about TV, Sabrina. You know, I love TV. <laughs> I won't lie, I watch way too much TV. I like TV too. Um, I don't have as much time as I'd like for TV, but I do love TV. And I, I like to blame it on my husband too. Little fact. My husband loves TV yeah. and movies and watches a lot of it yeah so i i tell people that oh well you know if i wasn't from my husband probably just like probably wouldn't even have a tv of course not that's a lie <laughs> you're a liar well I, guess I might not have a tv i just watch it all online and we'll get to that in a <laughs> little true. in a little bit which is the whole point really of this segment yeah so tvs right now i think we're in a really fascinating time mm-hmm. for television like network tv struggling cable tv is becoming the new like the numbers on cable tv are the same as network tv um 
online streaming. Everybody has an app. Nielsen's There's... finally counting online streaming. Yeah, oh my God. Like, Nielsen, don't even get me started because that shit doesn't even make sense. I know. So we picked a 10 I people. I have a box <laughs> in someone's house. Yeah, some guy <laughs> who doesn't even have time to watch TV. Um, and, you know, online streaming, everybody has an app. There's second screen, everything. Um, what does the future hold for TV? You know, that's, that's... a fantastic question. What does the future... Let me look into my crystal ball. What does the future hold? Oh, How will television... television. How will television <laughs> evolve? I don't know. Well, first of all, like, why don't we start with the state of network mm. and cable TV? Right. Yeah. I mean... Network TV, I don't, I don't even watch it anymore, but honestly apparently like nbc is going downhill so from what i've read on yeah. the internet the um yeah there was actually a thing i think it was on business insider it was like some guy was like you know the bet like the worst case scenario which i actually think they should do is just like not even broadcast anymore <laughs> it's not even worth it they should just become a cable television cable station um which could be i mean it might be because then they could be maybe the best they cable sort of have a point uh this past february um nbc actually ranked fifth in the network ratings fifth yeah there there are five networks five i thought there were four right but apparently univision is also a network and nbc ranked even further behind univision univision yeah the spanish speaking television uh, uh, television network can't talk here um, which we'll is actually growing. Yeah, we'll tell you why later. Um, but the it's a growing, growing demographic, right. and it's a growing station, and so it makes sense to me that that is actually growing. But it's fascinating to me to hear that NBC is doing worse. What are some of the shows that are on NBC? I don't even know. There's Castle, right? Because I watch Castle. No, Castle's not NBC. Castle's not NBC. I don't think so. Is that ABC? I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure it's not NBC. What the hell's on NBC? So NBC has Revolution. Oh, which God. You, <laughs> which Christy loves. I Revolution. hate that show. Also, I only watch it on Hulu, so. Yeah, so there's Revolution. They have the new Hannibal, which is actually. Okay, Hannibal. I think was their first win in a while. Honestly, that show could bring it back for them if they keep doing stuff like that. Right. But again, that show feels like cable TV. It does <laughs> feel like cable TV. Um, they have their, their, their uh, comedy block, obviously, which is kind of fading out because 30 rock just ended the office is ending there's parks and rec which is still great community which i really oh, love community my heart aches for community and i'm like it makes me so sad that this season they had a delayed start because nobody believes in this show like it was so painful dan Harmon's not even with no, the show anymore but it's still it's still so fun but it was like christmas episode in, in march yeah and you're just like oh it's painful not good but uh i just feel like it's not the same community but besides that i mean it's uh like what else is on and we see they've got no the idea. final law and order svu svus uh, which is SUV, like a, just cash cow tmi lol <laughs> wtf <laughs> like come on um i they was is nashville one of theirs oh. no is yes it? maybe i don't know smash oh. one of those oh maybe it no smash smash I, might be i don't remember but nbc that they've got this snl is, this is a sign this is a sign you can't remember anything the only that's show on i remember is revolution god <laughs> so bad um 
I don't even know how that show is doing. Do you know how that show is doing? I don't know. I have no idea, actually. I know it had a good start, but I don't know what happened because it took a really long hiatus, and I don't know how it's been faring since it's come back. If you know, hey, tweet us. Send us a little tweet while you still have electricity. <laughs> At Nerd Friday Show. Um, let's see. So NBC is failing. Um, one of the other things that I was reading um, that I thought was really fascinating, and it, again, it's an old stat, and it comes from good old TV Mojo, who is one of the television writers for Vulture, Joe Adelian. Sorry, I probably butchered that name. But way back in February, also at the time. Way back. Way back in February. Also at the time where NBC was ranking fifth, AMC's Talking Dead was the number 21st show on all of TV for the week of like uh, February 20th. Bigger than Castle. Bigger than Revenge, bigger than CSI, bigger than The Office, bigger than Glee, bigger than all the other television shows. Granted, The Talking Dead has a really good lead-in from The Walking Dead. because it's The Walking Dead. But it's amazing to me that it did so well. And so that, to me, is also a warning sign for network television in that if we... That you need to hire Chris Hardwick. Yeah, hire Chris Hardwick. (laughs) Every show needs... Every station needs a nerd, obviously. Obviously. That is the... That is the main point of our show today. But that show is super short, right? It's like... I think it's a 30-minute show. Is it 30 minutes? Maybe an it hour. It feels so much shorter to me. I Maybe I just saw a segment of it then. I think it's a 30-minute show for sure. It's a, definitely a real show. Yeah. And apparently doing better than network television. Sounds like a podcast. <laughs> Sounds like... Talking Dead. Hmm. Could it be? <laughs> um, let's see. There's uh, there's other stuff like going around with uh, broadcast TV. Like, have you heard of the company Aereo? Oh, yeah, I did read up on this company. It's like over the air, um, not free because you do have to pay for it, but it's basically like it taps into signals to give you live network television uh, to your computers and smartphones. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty great for people. It's like a dream come true. I don't need a TV. I don't need a TV. I'll just get my Aereo and my laptop. Assuming that they are allowed to continue with their service. They've had a lot of legal issues because a lot of um, broadcasters are not happy about this. I can see why. They're not making any of the money. And because Aereo is, uh, is it a dollar a day? So yeah, it starts at a dollar a day for an hour of viewing. You can't store any of the shows that you're watching in like sort of the cloud DVR. You can't uh, fast forward, rewind, playback, whatever. Or pause. Um, but then it goes all the way up to like $8 a month, $12 a month, or $80 a year, which equals out to about 17 cents a day, which will get you, um, let's see, 40 hours of online DVR cloud storage, two receivers, so you can watch it on two screens, and um, pause, rewind, all that stuff, and unlimited viewing time, which $80 a year is... What someone pays in a month for cable TV. Right. But you have to remember, this is just broadcast television. Just broadcast TV. So if you're a big fan of NBC or ABC or Fox or whatever, this could be, you know, well, also you have to be in whatever city they're in because they're not everywhere. Right. So, but it's essentially being a way to say you don't need a TV anymore. Right. But they're having a lot of, uh, like I said before, like a lot of legal issues. Like CBS has sued them in certain districts and they're trying to block CBS from suing them in their new launches. Yeah. They're getting sued left and right, but they're also winning in a sense because... Or is it just like being deferred? 
it is being deferred it's like uh so basically um media companies have sought injunctions i'm reading this to prevent aereo from operating while the litigation is litigation is pending however recent court decisions have denied these requests so basically in court these networks are saying we don't this isn't legal you should stop this and while we're you know in trial or litigation for this they should not be allowed to operate and the judges have been like no they are allowed to operate so in a sense they're winning yeah because as soon as they have an established base it's gonna be much harder to shut it all down right um so yeah so if you are using aereo and you like what you see let us know why over at nerd friday show yeah does it work yeah i mean is there downtime what's it like because over here on the west coast it doesn't exist yeah but they are i heard they are launching 13 more cities uh, it's 13, 33, something in, thir- in 2013. So yeah, there were a lot of dots on that map. Yeah. A lot of dots. On that a lot map. Of dots. Um, let's see. Going back to more TV and just talking about cable and costing and stuff like that. Did you hear that uh, McCain was actually introducing a bill for a la carte cable? I kind of can't believe that John McCain would... <laughs> would do this he's just like i'm tired of paying for all this crap i don't want i I don't want storage wars and i I don't want to pay for it i just want the history channel yeah that's a better impression i didn't know how to do (laughs) (laughs) but Um, it's interesting that he he wants a la carte cable yes yeah he brought it he introduced the bill uh today in congress or uh, since this comes out on friday yesterday Um, and the act would quote unquote, encourage the wholesale and retail unbundling of programming by distributors and programmers, which is essentially, if you just want ESPN and you only want to pay for ESPN, he's like, you should be only, you should be allowed to buy only ESPN. I agree. You should not have to buy the Disney channel also. I agree. So, and that is, uh, that is Bill. I'm finding it very interesting that John McCain is the one to bring it up. What's up? John McCain. Well, man. he said it's something to do with his next door neighbor, who is a 75 year old widow who has to pay higher cable rates because of sports programming on ESPN. The most expensive cable channel, by the way, is ESPN. But she never watches it. She ends up sending a check to Disney for about $70 for something she never uses. Because I'm sure she just wants her game show network. And she's got to spend like her retirement money on that. Yeah, it's and not John cool. McCain is saying, no more. No more wasting could, money on. Channels you don't watch. And he's saying no SBN, ESPN. God, I yeah, and I don't watch on demand or like those stupid music channels or any of that other stuff. And I would, I have to say that I, I think maybe I would have some of my life back if I didn't have some channels because I would never have learned about storage wars or anything <laughs> like that. Just saying, if I got storage to pick, wars. I got to pick the channels I want. But then I might also never see some really great shows. So. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it's a toss up. But yeah, so network TV, cable TV is kind of in a weird place. It is in a weird space. It's like it's in its midlife crisis almost. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Midlife crisis. Which way are you going to go, Cable? Yeah. You can get into your you're sports, gonna sports car. You're going to get a new sports car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stole your line. Dear um, So then does that mean that is Netflix the new cable? Maybe. I mean, they're kind of going in that direction, right? Like, they got movies, they got TV shows, they they're got their touting own. touting the fact that they're bigger than HBO. Like, that's definitely something they've been saying. It's like, we have more subscribers than HBO. It's cheaper because more... you don't have to, like, 
get the rest of cable yeah to get netflix so that makes sense yeah that's kind of what i was thinking also I was like, yeah oh, it's not really a fair it's not a fair fight yeah cable's like a, the little old lady already has to be 70 dollars, and then I if know. she wants hbo she, she should pay another like, 10 yeah i think it is 10 ish i think i don't know Something it's like in a certain premium premium cable costs you a lot more money but yeah i think you know netflix is smart they're like they started with dvds that you got in the mail and now they're doing streaming services and then they moved on to tv shows which is what i feel like everybody watches anyways yeah. and then their and own it, original programming yeah def- their own original programming house of cards is going. which was amazing i haven't seen it yet that's gonna be the next thing i oh. binge watch oh my god uh and then arrested development coming out at the end of this really month i really care about that you should once you watch all three seasons you will once you watch house of cards i will know all right we're going to throw down. We're going to be like, all right, I'll trade you a season of Arrested <laughs> Development if you promise to watch. I'll watch Battlestar finally. Okay? Oh, all right. See, finally. It pains me that you haven't seen Arrested Development finally. in the same way. Fine. But the other um, company that's going into subscription service is YouTube. Oh, right. That came out yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> that YouTube was starting a, a subscription service for a number of its partners, but one in particular that I am interested in subscribing to so that I can see all of the episodes is Fraggle Rock. Oh. Fraggle Rock is now available as a subscription. I wish they made new episodes. Yeah. They'd probably be terrible. They probably would be terrible. But yeah, but Sesame you Street is drugs. also going to be uh, be one of the channels. So what's happening is that they are, YouTube is allowing certain, uh, certain, certain channels. channels, I guess, not just channels because they have their whole channel concept, but they also have their certain publishers, I guess, if you will. Mm-hmm. Partners. Partners, publishers, people who have a YouTube channel, like follow. I guess they are channels. So it's like big mm-hmm. followers, people with a lot of YouTube followers. They're allowing them to do subscription services and the they are 99 cents a month. Is it a month or? I think so. Yeah. And you can have like access to all this. I'm sure there's like a rev share program with the people right. that are creating it. And uh, it's really interesting. What I want to know is, are they going to have ads on there? Because I'm assuming they will. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they will still have ads. Because, I mean, advertisers could prob- would probably be forced to pay a premium, right? Because they're definitely getting an audience that is interested in the content that they're being served. Right, but I would wonder if the audience would be smaller than... It, it might be smaller, but at least you know that they are not just finding this through random search but at the same time i do have to pay for cable and they give me all kinds of commercials there that's true so hulu does have the is this ad uh relevant to you <laughs> what do you do you say yes i or? say no every time every time you're every like time. so what but it doesn't work now? because <laughs> me like my husband will watch certain shows and then he'll get done and i'll you know either come in or see him at some point he's like man i feel really depressed after watching the show because all of the commercials were about weight loss and tampons <laughs> they were like oh so the subscriptions in your name the lady yes right? <laughs> weight loss and tampons, amazing oh that's a whole nother show segment right there yeah. the future of advertising <laughs> i would love to go into it but yeah today is not the time but not yeah. the time Anyways, so I don't know. I think that they probably still will have ads and it probably costs advertisers more to advertise there. And it's interesting because like YouTube's also doing their whole like channel thing. Like they've actually partnered with lots of different studios, mm-hmm. good old Pop Sugar included, 
um, there where it's kind of like it's not even quite ref share. Like they started off as like a smaller thing. It didn't really take off. And so then they were like, they went out to a lot of people and they were like, we'll pay you mm-hmm. or like help pay for your development development mm-hmm. in order to get good quality programming on our, on our television show, like our television networks in a way, in mm-hmm. a way it's like their network and yeah. they were getting quality television. And so it's really interesting to me. They're like really promoting like original programming. Right. Well, not just like clips of somebody getting hit in the nuts or falling or, or like, like, some, like lip dubs. Yeah. Or like some dog. What happened asleep? to lip dubs, by the way? I don't know. Lip dubs are done. They're done. Over. Over it. Over it. Um, like, for example, one of the things, the YouTube channel, Awesomeness TV. Mm. You heard about this? I've heard of this. Yeah. It's like a teeny bopper channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's making the news right now because it is being bought by uh, a very big studio. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. So DreamWorks is acquiring YouTube channel Awesomeness TV. That's crazy. Yeah, and so it's just, uh, I think it's... Also smart, right? Yeah, I wonder... So yeah, so now I think DreamWorks is going to be behind this channel. And Mm -hmm. so they're branching out into their online... Which kind of fits their demographic. Yeah. I think so. I think so. But uh, it's interesting. I was wondering, and I didn't read anything about it. And if you happen to know, is YouTube making anything off of this? That's a good question. You know, like, is YouTube just the platform or? Yeah, because if they paid Awesomeness TV to develop their channel. Which I don't know if they did because certain channels weren't. Okay. Some of the early ones. I don't know. I don't know where Awesomeness TV falls. So, I mean, let's just say that they did. Mm -hmm. And then. DreamWorks buys Awesomeness TV, does YouTube get a cut? I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. Um, That's also an interesting question then, because I'm not a YouTube partner, but do they then, does YouTube get a cut of, well, obviously they get a cut of the revenue, but yeah, like what's their stake in the channel, basically? Well, I mean, basically like they, it's a rev share with the advertising, so mm-hmm. if you have, you know, like and that's you, it. I mean, isn't that what all television is, is really just to sell advertising? I guess so. I mean, I don't know. That way television exists is to sell things. <laughs> and if they're not selling them directly, they're being product placed. <laughs> Damn, you know, like so true. Loving this, this Kahlua. Like here. when I watch Shark Tank, they're like, oh, let me just beam that to you on my T-Mobile phone. Yeah, exactly. My T-Mobile phone, you would never know. Nope. Yeah. But yeah, so YouTube, it's got their own channels. They've got a, you know, they've got their subscription service. I think you're, we're seeing a lot of that going forward on lots of other channels as well. It's like original programming, like Netflix mm-hmm. did it, you know, and they're, Netflix is like, technically it's all streaming. So even though I have it on my TV, because like a myriad of devices actually have the Netflix service built in. Mm-hmm. It's still like an online service, so it's interesting. Like, have you heard that Amazon is also developing a whole group of pilots? Which I find weird. They've got Zombieland, we mentioned, that was going to be turned into a TV show. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it. It is available online. I feel like if it was awesome... We would be hearing more about it. We would have heard more. Mm -hmm. Um, I did watch one pilot that was an animated show. It was very Adult Swim-like. I can't remember the name of it. About some girls that all worked in a mall, and then there was like, a, like some sort of demon or not something. Not into it. Know. It was with Kristen Shaw, and not into it. I was not into it. I was watching it, and um, I just actually said out loud, "This is terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. It's just terrible." 
Um, and I didn't want it to be, but uh, I don't know. But but again, I think they launched like 10 pilots. That's just two of them. Mm. Maybe the rest are awesome and people 10 pilots? I think it was 10 pilots, but... This I mean, is part of their problem. They're doing too many things at once. <laughs> yeah. Not only... Are they in 3D? Yeah. Not only are they selling books and home goods and devices... And coconut water by the month and subscription. coconut water, but they're also <laughs> developing 10 pilots. So I don't know that they developed them as much as they picked them up. Well, whatever. Whatever. They paid for them. Either way, they're doing something. Whatever. It's just stop it. Just stop it, Amazon. Just do it. I think one of them, one of them has like a some pretty big stars in it. Like I think John Goodman's in one of them. Hmm. I mean, he's not the dude. Not the dude. The other guy. <laughs> the other guy. The other guy. I don't. Know. I don't remember his name. Come on, Christy. That's shit. I don't know. Chris, help us out. Big <laughs> Lebowski. John Goodman. Um, so yeah, so, but obviously Amazon has a bunch of pilots that are coming out. Um, Hulu launched, they're, they're going to be launching seven more new original series this next year. Yeah. The Hulu's, Hulu ones are another set that I've never really heard of or watched. Mm -hmm. There's like the British Jersey Shore. Right. Um, and aren't they, did they pick up Prisoner of War, the Israeli show that Homeland is based off of? Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, what I don't know. That should be interesting to see. And then, obviously, did you hear, like, a, this was, like, back in March, Redbox did their instant video. I didn't hear about this, but when I saw it on our little show notes here, I was a little bit surprised. And they had, I'm like, oh, it totally makes sense. It's, like, $8, and it's, like, streaming plus, like, four DVDs a month. It's Netflix. Four but, years ago. <laughs> but instead of mailing it, you got to pick it up at your local grocery store. <laughs> with exercise. If you walk there. <laughs> but yeah. And you can also get a giant thing of Coke and <laughs> chips because exactly. it's probably in front of a 7-Eleven. Exactly. And you can't do that with Netflix. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it'll be interesting to see what they add to the space um, and what they're going to do. But um, don't really know. Like, obviously, I'm assuming at some point they'll probably have their own original programming as well. Ugh. Everybody's got their own. And uh, just going back to Hulu really quickly, I also read that um, Marissa Mayer. Right. Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo. Uh, I read that she was also, she'd also recently met with Hulu. So what do you think of Yahoo? Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of how to match those two up. But you did a good job. Good job. Thanks. Um, I'm taking a bow here. You can't I see. guess it makes sense. Oh, it's interesting. I mean, they've got the whole SNL back catalog already. Yeah. <laughs> so does Hulu. No, well, not, not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. And you're right. No, and yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Yahoo's taking it. But I guess if they were to join forces. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so there's lots of different online competition, if you will. From she's a product person, right? And like Hulu's a product. So yeah, she's like, she's been really good at not to digress, but she's been buying, they've been buying up companies all over the place yeah. or at least evaluating companies all over the place. I mean, she's hoping to take that company into to new territories mm -hmm. and I'm pretty excited to see what she'll do. Yeah. I don't uh, know enough to say whether or not I'm a huge fan or like totally into what she's, what she's selling, like, but yeah, I respect what she's trying to do. Yeah. I think she's trying to digest. She gets a lot of crap, but I think she's 
super, I mean, she's a smart woman. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. And so, so I think the future of television is really going to be a myriad of things and devices and so many things. And I just hope that someday I just have that one thing on my phone that just says, watch TV. Bloop. And then I get to have whatever I want. And maybe it'll just read my mind. And it'll know that I need to watch a shitty episode of America's Next Top Model. <laughs> I feel like the future of TV is sort of that, but it's in app form. So every single, well, maybe not every single station, but I feel like if you want to watch an HBO show, you're going to get the HBO app. If you want to watch an A&E show, you're going to watch it on the A&E app. Oh, I don't want that. I want it all in one place. I know. So do I, but I don't I think don't it's going to happen. I want to be able to walk from like, I want to be able to like be like watching it on my phone, on the bus. Especially, if, uh, yeah. And then walk into my house and have and it then just, just like whoop. be on my TV and it's great. But I think like if you want a la carte TV and you just want to pay for certain channels, they're not going to have just one aggregated place to watch them. You're going to have to watch them all separately. If you want to buy them separately. Why can't I have one place and then I can just turn them on or off? Because then like who would get the money? That's why. Yeah. Stupid money. Yeah. Stupid money. You're going to have to flip app to app to app to app. But then how if I'm flipping from app to app to app, how am I going to do my second screen experience? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, if you have apps like you have smartphone apps and tablet apps, but also Mac apps. Okay. Then you can have your little second screen where you can tweet and say what hello. Is, and what is John McCain's seventy-year-old neighbor gonna do? She's not. Gonna she doesn't know what an app is. Exactly. She's not gonna be able to watch. I'm anything. wagering money that she doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, she's probably our number one fan. She probably is. Hey, <laughs> hey, John McCain's neighbor. <laughs> um, yeah, and. Oh, there was another thing I read about this week that I thought was really interesting called, well, I don't know about really interesting, but kind of interesting, called a company called Simul TV. Oh, right. And it's like TV with faraway friends. Yeah. And it's essentially like you can watch TV with your friends and you can be like in a Google Hangout and there's like TV. And well, I think this is really fun. I do remember being a very young teenager on a phone with a friend. Yep. And you'd like watch the same TV show Mm -hmm. and neither of you'd be really talking, but you were watching together. And in hindsight, it was pretty lame. Just come over. Yeah, just come over. Unless, of course, they can't. They can't because they're moms. But then you wouldn't be watching it at the same time if they're in a different time zone. There's issues with this theory. Right. And like with TiVo and stuff, I'm not going to watch at the same time. But uh, I think it came about through sporting events. I guess it came about when he was watching his like uncle and dad or some couple of his family members watching a sporting event and calling each other during the sporting event mm-hmm. to be like, oh, my God, did you see that? Like and then hanging up the phone and then calling back five minutes later. Yep. Or so you could just have a little Google Hangout. You can watch the show and then be like, oh, my God, did you see her dress at the Oscars? Yep. Could be kind of cool for red carpet. Did you thing. see Jennifer Lawrence photobomb yeah. SJP at that the was, Met Gala? That was pretty rad. But I think that's the. I, speaking of sports, I think that's part of the problem with um, the way things are now with online streaming is that, like, for example, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu, they don't do live events. Yeah. Or when are you going to get live events? And actually, that's the other thing with um, with streaming that I don't see this issue happening on television or broadcast TV because of the way that the technology works. 
um, if I'm watching something streaming and you're watching something streaming, we're often like 30 seconds yeah. to a minute behind. So if we are trying to sync up and maybe use like, did you hear about the social sound tracker from ABC? Yeah, I don't like this at all. I think it's like the dumbest thing. Um, that said, I haven't actually tried it. It's some sort of emoticon app. Which emoticons need to die anyways. Like, but it's even worse because it's paired with the noises. Ugh. So it's like... You're like watching the show and you're like frowny face and it's mm. like or happy face. <laughs> your boo and your yak. I know. <laughs> just turned the frown upside down. That's oh. what I did, Sabrina. Oh, I like it. But then you can, if your friends are watching, then I guess that they boo, you would hear a boo. Mm-hmm. And they clap, you'd hear a clap, which is kind of cool, but also just like annoying. annoying. I'm just like, shut the, shut up. I'm watching this thing. Yeah. I don't want to be bothered by your emoticon while I'm trying to watch TV. Yeah, exactly. Just let me tweet in silence, please. Thanks. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the future is. Oh, one other really quick thing going to Netflix. Um, and we mentioned Arrest Development coming out at the end of this month. Um, I actually read an uh, a blurb. I think it was in Entertainment Weekly where one of the reasons they actually chose Netflix over Showtime was that they were able to release all the episodes at once. Oh. Um, and there's going to be a lot of like back and forth, like referencing this episode and referencing this episode, like these two episodes take place at the same time, but mm-hmm. like from different point of views. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting to me. And so I'm kind of also wondering with the whole releasing of shows at the same time, like what kind of television can we get from that? So yeah. I'm kind of curious. And- it's almost like, cause I remember a few years ago, uh, there was discussion about releasing movies in theaters and on DVD and online at the same time. They're doing that a little bit. Like, I know that there's some on demand mm-hmm. at the same time that it's in the theater, or even like a week before. It's usually small indie films. Yeah, I think they might make more money. Uh, people get the hype. Well, they yeah, they get the hype. And then if they don't want to go to the theater, because some of the reasons why I don't like going to the theater is because of the noisy people and the popcorn and the kids and the phone <laughs> and the texting. And it's just like, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. That was there, was, good. there was a baby in the last movie I went to. It was ridiculous. <laughs> And it's just like, I don't want to pay $12 to go to a movie with some friends when I could just pay 20 bucks maybe and get the, or $12 and get the DVD yeah, and watch like it at home. Four bucks and just stream it. <coughs> exactly. Anyways, television, you're in a fascinating place. I'm pretty excited. Um, the one thing. Way uh, to go, John McCain. The one thing I am a little bit worried about is that if. We do get to pick and choose and we get to be very selective. Like I said, I might not be able to find all these accidental guilty pleasure pleasures. That's true. Guilty pleasures. It, oh. They're a good part of life. And which is why we've made a drink about it. You guys, this drink, this drink, Christy concocted an amazing guilty pleasure. It was, it was kind of fate. Cause we were talking about maybe doing a TV episode. And then I just, I got really panicked cause I, we didn't have any drink planned and i went to the store and threw shit in my cart and this is what came out and you guys it is amazing we'll post the recipe on the blog it's called guilty pleasure and it is a mix of mocha kalua whipped cream vodka and root beer just don't question it just enjoy we've gone through several of these this yep. evening i could easily drink three more <laughs> it's, it's really good it could be a dessert uh-huh. It's, de- it's definitely a dessert. Could yeah. Be. It's like so much sugar. Yeah. It's so delicious. It is total guilty pleasure. It's really good. And we've got it posted on the blog, so do check it out. And, and enjoy. Guilty pleasures is what we're talking about now. And it's our top five guilty pleasure TV shows. 
All right, well, I've already mentioned this one a couple times, but I'm going to say my first one, Storage Wars. Storage Wars is so good. It's so amazing. I don't care if it's planted. I don't care if half of that stuff is not even real. So good. It's You're so just good. like, what is in the box? What are they going to find? Oh, that's a stupid bid. You're never going to get anything in there. I'm going to make him bid this up. Yeah. Oh, yep. the bidding. Yep. Oh, my God, man. Ugh. <laughs> so good. So that's my first. Yours? Uh, okay, so I don't like to tell anybody that I watch the show, uh, but it's Nashville. Oh, man, you're watching. I, I, I heard it had good reviews right away. I don't know if it has good reviews or not, but honestly, the show is it's bad. <laughs> bad, but it's so good. Oh, I don't know. Hayden Panettiere, she's she sings and I think she really does sing these songs. And then Raina James, who's the other girl other older woman she sings and she doesn't sing very good and they got emotional problems and they got marital problems and they got relationship problems so and they got true country music experience yep <laughs> they were in cowboy boots that sounds, that sounds terrible yeah um one of the other shows that i think is a guilty pleasure um is the great food truck race oh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> How did that show even get made? It's on Food Network and it is hosted by Tyler Florence Uh, in a very like, he's trying so hard to be so cool. mm -hmm. It's so painful. He's like, why am I doing this? No, it's not even. He's like, he is legitimately trying. He's like always in his wayfarers. (laughs) Oh my God. He's just like trying so hard to be so cool. Great food truck race. They race across the cut. It's like a little bit like a... Uh, it's not it's like amazing race but not really but they're but in a food, food truck, truck and they gotta it's like whoever can sell the most it's awesome it's awesome i don't care it's what like, you're saying it's only like eight episodes each season it's like master chef meets amazing race yes but in a food truck awesome um but yeah i don't really like to tell people i watch it but i do i yeah. love that show even if tyler florence is too cool for his own good too cool for school uh one of mine that's similar to your store doors is american pickers Oh man, I I've, believe this is an A&E show. <laughs> I've only seen the commercials, so please tell me why. Here's I need to the watch thing. This. I feel like the soup is missing out on a freaking gold mine with the show because there are so many I've seen it once. There are so many good like um references that they could be pulling out of the show whether it's like a gay reference, a like nerdy reference. I mean, these two guys travel around the country, well, mostly in the Midwest, in a van looking for treasure, looking for uh, rusty gold um, to sell. And they've been friends forever. But they I mean, some of it is like what's that gold rush, Alaska, where they're always looking in the glory hole. Oh, yeah. On the soup. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's really good. I see. They find some cool stuff. Um. The next one I'm going to mention that is a total guilty pleasure, and it, and um, it's actually it's not even on this list. I forgot to write it down, Christy. Oh, Pawn Stars. Oh right. I, I I love the History Channels. Like this is history. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I love this one so much. It is so bad. The people that work there, you're like the two younger people and like, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. I don't even want to remember his name. It's just, it's terrible, but yeah. it's so good. And you're always like, oh, but maybe it's worth $40 million. <laughs> <laughs> the 
<laughs> Might be a chance. There could be a chance. It's that like guy's gonna become a millionaire. It's like Antiques Roadshow. Do you ever watch yes. that one? Yes, that one's really good. It's like that. But, My grandpa likes but that Las, one, but it's in Las Vegas. Oh, with guys that don't care. Right. <laughs> well, I take that back. The old man and then the owner of the store are quite knowledgeable and everything, but the Chumley and the uh, the son. <laughs> His name is Chumley. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's yeah mm. history channel that's nerdy yeah also apparently chock full of addictive guilty pleasure shows yeah yeah so i've i have um a few on my list that aren't maybe aren't really that guilty but they're guilty for me is uh, shark tank which i love i love seeing the the crappy inventions oh, and business ideas that go on that show and then all of the sharks like insulting them or battling it out to give them money which is awesome um and super nanny oh super nanny Nanny. (laughs) wait is super nanny because there's super nanny and wasn't there another one like nanny 911 yeah i don't i don't know anything about that one the super nanny Nanny, where she looks like mary poppins she looks like mary poppins she shows up in like this old british cab and she's you know got the accent she wears you know she's very prim and proper but she whips those kids into shape nice that's awesome. I take the tips and use it on my dog. <laughs> Do they are they working? Yeah. Nice. I feel like I mean Good this is gonna nanny. sound this is gonna be sound terrible, but I feel like dogs and kids, you kinda have to have the same like authoritative they gotta know energy. They gotta know who's boss. They gotta know who's boss. It's, it's the same. Let's see. Um my next well, my my next one is hoarders. Mm. I, I won't lie. I I feel like a lot of people like that show. But the one thing I really love about this show is that every time I watch it, I start feeling really disgusting and I have to clean everything. And well, I clean everything and I immediately have to get a big box of stuff to send to Goodwill. That's good. So it makes me... Um, it makes you not a hoarder. Yeah, but I would <laughs> be going too extreme. I got rid of... Recently, just got rid of all my bookshelves. <laughs> just like, I don't need any more books in this house. <laughs> they're all electronic anyways. Yeah, they're all electric. Get rid of everything. <laughs> We're going to end up like the hoarders. Um, and then the, the last show that I will admit to being a guilty pleasure, and it's really embarrassing, and I already mentioned it earlier, but it is America's Next Top Model. And it is... Wow a really terrible show and it's probably quite probably one of the worst shows but and i yet it's on like season like 28 or yeah. something and every season i say that's the last season i'm never watching it again and then like i really thought it was true they're gonna happen two seasons ago and then she like fired everybody got a whole new crew and i was like well i kind of need to see what this is all about <laughs> <laughs> and so i saw what it's about and now i'm sucked in I have I have a similar show, um, which is The Bold and Beautiful. Oh man, which has also been on forever. And it's also a terrible show. Did you have you been watching it forever, or did you? Yeah, my grandma used that used to be one of her shows, so I used to of course watch it all the time. But it's it's almost like I haven't watched it in a while. But once you go in and you watch one episode, you totally know exactly where they are because everyone sleeps with everyone else. Basically, right. is the storyline. So <laughs> they're all so bold. And I know beautiful. I, they're all bold and beautiful. So, but yeah, that's a s- terrible it? show or with strange names like Brook and Ridge and Storm and. <laughs> Amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the audience just learned a little bit more about us than we needed them to know. <laughs> <laughs> so now that's our guilty pleasures. What, what are, are yours? Yes. Oh, what are you jinx? Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> All right, so those are our guilty pleasures. Do tell us yours. 
at Nerd Friday Show. All right. And that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Also over time. Over time. We're just <laughs> chatting up a storm here. Was it a storm or was that a brook? It was a ridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So it's time for the homework. This week, celebrate your moms. Yeah. Say hi to your mother for us. <laughs> say hi to your mother for me. Because yeah. Yeah. it's Mother's Day on Sunday. Yeah. So say hi. Do something nice for your mom. Hey. You could do something together, though. Yeah. You know what you could do? You could do some extra credit. Yeah. You could always watch, watch Dune. Dune. All right. That's Nerd Friday. We'll see you next week. See you later.